it's been a rocketing success for Canterbury University and for New Zealand as a whole. A group of UC engineering students have taken out the top spot in an international rocket competition in New Mexico, launching their rocket close to 10 kilometres into the desert sky. The team won their category and placed third overall at the recent Spaceport America Cup, edging out some of the most prestigious universities in the world. Go New Zealand! Team leader and fourth-year honours student Alicia Smith joins me now. Hi, Alicia. Kia ora, Jesse. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is cool. Tell us all about the competition in New Mexico. Yeah, so um, it is the largest university rocket engineering competition in the world. Um, it's hosted in Spaceport America, which is in New Mexico, and that's where like Virgin Galactic launched from. Um, and there are there are six different categories, um, and there are two altitude levels. There's ten thousand foot and thirty thousand foot. Uh-huh. So we compete in the thirty thousand foot category. Um, and the goal of the competition and all of the categories is to be as close as possible to the altitude target. So overshooting it is just as bad as undershooting it. Ah. exactly thirty thousand feet. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Okay, how long have you been working on your entry? Um, so we we ended for the first time last year, um, and we were the first team from Aotearoa to ever attend. Yeah. Um, and we had a good crack at it. Um, we placed eighth. Um, there was a few issues. So this year we've we've kept working. We've sort of addressed a lot of the issues that we've we've found. Um, did a test flight here, um, and then headed over, and everything worked, which was fantastic. <laughs> How do you build a rocket, Alicia? Uh, with lots and lots of time and effort. Yeah. Um, we so we build it ourselves. Um, we use composites, so we use carbon fiber and fiberglass composites. Um, we have a workshop here that we're really lucky to have, and we can we can do that as students here. Um, and we have an air braking unit, which is machined out of aluminium. Uh, we can also do that at the university, which is fantastic. And then it takes just. A lot of people, a lot of sanding, <laughs> a lot of late, late nights, <laughs> um, but it's all worth it in the end. Can you describe your rocket for us? Yeah, uh, so I guess some basic facts about it. Uh, our rocket is 2.9 metres tall. Um, it is predominantly carbon fibre and fibreglass composites. It reaches a top speed of Mark 2.1, which is about 2,600 kilometres per hour. Um, so two times the speed of sound. Yeah. And uh, we've we designed and implemented a air brake system, um, which it basically increases the drag on the rocket to slow it down, so that we can hit that altitude target exactly. Um, and we we named the rocket Kahu after the New Zealand Harrier Hawk. Great, great. And did you folks in this? Um, uh, what, it's a club, isn't it? I'm just trying to find yeah, the name. Yeah, UC Aerospace. UC Aerospace, yes. Did you just find each other and get together one day and say, hey, we've all got an interest in rockets, let's see what we can do? Yeah, pretty much. So, so yeah, UC Aerospace, which is University of Canterbury Aerospace Club, um, it was started back in 2017 um, by basically a group of mates who wanted to build some rockets. Uh, and Classic. then it just grew massively from there. Um now we're, you know, it started with 
about 20 people and now it's over 300 members um, and it's one of the biggest clubs on campus and one of That's the biggest it. engineering clubs. Huh. Um, and yeah, we're all, we're all really keen into, you know, aerospace stuff, whether that be in like planes or rockets, um, or satellites, that sort of thing. And found out about this competition, thought it would be a really good goal and yeah, just got a team together and had a crack at it. <laughs> yeah. All sounding pretty healthy for the burgeoning New Zealand space industry. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Might come to that. Cause I know you've got a job, uh, somewhere else as well. Can you, des- can you describe the competition for us in New Mexico? from the moment you sort of got off the plane? Yeah. Um, so uh, a lot of travel to get over there. Um, and we, we, you know, got off the plane in El Paso in Texas, and it was super hot. Uh, and then we, we drove out to Las Cruces, and that's where we stayed at the New Mexico State University dorms, and the conference is hosted in Las Cruces. Yeah. So there's actually two days of conference where we go through flight safety reviews, we go through some technical judging sessions, um, we meet the other teams and we have poster sessions displaying our rockets, um, and then there's podium sessions to talk about some of the technical work teams have done. You enjoy um, that part of it, the conference part, or were you just itching to get out there into the New Mexico desert? <laughs> the conference was really cool. It was really cool to meet other teams. Um, there was a few Australian teams there, and we, we got on really well with them. Um, and we, you know, met a lot of teams that were doing some really cool stuff in rocketry, um, like hybrid rockets, mm-hmm. which are uh, a step up in complexity from what we do. Um, and we're thinking about aiming for that next time. But, yeah, no, that was really cool. Um, and then the rest of the week is launches out in the desert, which is a very harsh environment. <laughs> You're coming from... You know, it was raining when we left New Zealand and we are then 40 degrees out in mm. the desert. It's so dry. Um, really, really harsh environment. Yeah. Um, have you seen Oppenheimer? I have seen Oppenheimer, yes. Did it remind you of that terrain? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, we actually did We did a little bit of sightseeing in New Mexico, so we actually did um, go see some museums that did talk a bit about um, Los Alamos and yeah. the, the Manhattan Project and stuff there. Uh-huh. And did it all go according to plan? Yeah, uh, it did, which is kind of surprising for us. We often have things going wrong sort of the night before. Um, But, you know, we worked really hard as a team to be super prepared. We had all of our documents ready. We were all, you know, really well versed in in the technical aspects of the project. Um, We really impressed all the judges. We got through our flight safety reviews with, with no issues brought up. Um, so we ended up being like third in the queue to head out out of, you know, there was like a hundred and over 150 teams and we were the third team ready to launch our rocket. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty, pretty good. And yeah, everything went really, really well, which was fantastic. Is there a grandstand to watch other people's launches? Yeah. Yeah. There's a grandstand. Um, uh, yeah, we, we, there's, there's not a lot of space for everyone to be. So, like, you go sit at the grandstand when your rocket is about to launch and then you head off so another team can take that spot. Mm. Um, but, I mean, these things go pretty high, so you, you're going to see them wherever you are. <laughs> you were going for 30,000 feet. Yeah. Now, how do they measure how high you actually get? We have a, a set of avionics on board. So mm-hmm. they, they take in um, pressure data and they can tell you what altitude you've reached. Um, yeah. and, and every team has to have a commercially bought set of avionics 
Um, so when they recover their rocket, we bring that to the judges and they record the altitude that these this you know these pieces have picked up. Got it. So you were aiming for thirty thousand feet. Where did you get to? What altitude? Um, so we had two sets of avionics on board. Um, and when we take the average of the two readings that we got, uh, we were 25 feet off our target. Oh, come on. Seven meters. <laughs> what? Yeah. So seven meters is just, just over, what, two and a half times our, the length of our rocket. Yeah. Um, it was, it was pretty fantastic. So the, the judges actually took only one of our readings. They took um, 30,118 feet was the officially recorded score. Um, so 118 feet, which is an error of still less than 1%. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. And you can't, you won your category in third overall. How's that? Uh, it, it felt pretty good. because um, So the, the competition... 50% of your score comes from your flight, yeah. and the other 50% is from technical reports and the technical judging sessions that we go through. Yeah. So it wasn't all just how well we did on the flight. We we had to do really well in the other sessions, um, and we did. We actually, we the judges were really impressed with sort of like the technical knowledge that we had and the quality of our rocket. It was a lot of them, a lot of the people there were actually saying it was the best rocket they saw at the competition. Wow. Um, yeah, which was really, really nice to hear. Yeah. What happens when it hits 30,000 feet and then starts to come down again? So all of the rockets out there have to have a recovery system, and that recovery system has to have been qualified and tested to fly. Um, and that involves, for most of these rockets, it involves parachutes. Um, so we have two parachutes in our rocket. So when it reaches its top altitude, it deploys the smaller of the parachute, which we call a drogue chute, and that makes it descend quite fast. It's about 160 kilometers per hour descending until it reaches 1,500 feet above the ground, and then we deploy a main parachute, which slows down the rocket a heck of a lot more uh, and means it lands nice and softly. Um, and these that's one of the most critical systems that we have in our rockets, and they get really thoroughly checked in the flight safety reviews, and we ourselves go through a really stringent qualification and testing process before we launch them because obviously you know having one of these rockets come down a bit quicker than it's meant to is is one of the worst things we can have happen. Yeah, so you can recover the the rocket and and use it for something else. Yeah, we can refly it. so right. it it landed. Um, it was a little bit of a harder landing than we'd want. We had a bit of damage to the airframe, but it's nothing that we can't fix um, and fly again. The rocket that we built last year, um, we flew that airframe about uh, three times. So, yeah, it's a fully reflyable system. Mm. Meanwhile, I could talk to you all day. Can you give me a quick mm-hmm. a quick um, rundown on what you do for a, for a job now? Um, yeah, I, I currently work at Dawn Aerospace, which is a New Zealand and Dutch startup company based, well, one of the offices is based in Christchurch. Um, and we we work on satellite propulsion systems and a space plane system, uh, sort of a developing a space plane system to launch small satellites into orbit, but taking off from commercial airports rather than having to have a vertical launch area. Amazing, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just doing that while I'm finishing off my studies. But you've already got a job lined up at Rocket Lab too. Yeah, yeah, I do indeed. Um, so I'll be moving to Auckland once I graduate at the end of this year. What a life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to talk to you. Well done. Really inspiring. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Nice to talk. It's Alicia Smith from our winning team of University of Canterbury engineering students who have returned from the International Rocket Competition in New Mexico.